Alrighty, here we go. We are starting finally at long last, long, long last. The, the much awaited. awaited <laughs> yeah, thank three. you. The much awaited episode three of the podcast "Out of Time" by Matthew Wonderlich and Luke Jansen. So we've been talking a lot about um, religion. You know, or do we believe in God? Um, there's a lot we can get into with this. So. Let's let's just get right into it. There's um, there's a YouTube series I found just um, the last month. I think it's some Oxford uh, debate series on YouTube. And what they have is they have two people that are for a belief in God and two atheists that argue why there's no God. And I just showed finished showing Matt this clip. Um, it's this guy who argues that, you know, there's no way of really knowing yeah. whether God exists. You know, you can it's literally argue, impossible. You can argue with ration and logic no matter how long for all eternity. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're never going to be able to fully decisively know whether there's a God or not. There's just, yeah. it's just out of our, you know, out of our mind, you know, it's just something supernatural we just can't understand that. Yeah. But he argues that, you know, the atheists can argue that, hey, there's all these reasons why statistically a God shouldn't exist. And, you know, Christians can argue that, um, all these other stuff. But he's, his argument for a belief in God is because it's a choice. You know, if we can't know, and a belief is, is literally just a choice so why don't we just choose to believe in the thing that yeah. has the best outcome for us, you know? Exactly. You know, if you choose to not believe in God... What the fuck are you choosing then? You're literally you're choosing, choosing damnation. A, you're you're like, choosing a world. You're choosing to believe and live in a world where there's, there's no purpose. No, there's no hope. There's no significance. <laughs> you're choosing to believe that all your loved ones, all your family, your friends... Once they die, death is final. They're There's gone. no further significance yeah. to anything, you know. But if you choose to believe in God, you choose to believe that there's some significance to our lives as a whole. To like literally to to, to our lives and to to death. There's some significance yeah. to the suffering we all experience. Yeah. If you're choosing to not believe in God, you're choosing to to <coughs> accept that there's no significance to any of this we're just exactly we're just a bunch of atoms moving around and we're just a bunch of stardust that happen to yep fucking form. just collide and fucking the perfect storm happens and we're, then here we are like that's fucking sacks of meat you know that sucks time dude. we are literally just animals ready for the in, slaughter to like fucking fertilize the earth is all we are if you don't believe in a god if you're yeah you believe that you know, there's no consequences for any actions there's no significance to your life doesn't yeah. have any impact in the grand scheme of things, and that's just depressing, you know. And it's so, it's fucking, exactly. That by itself leads to depression, and that this is something that we, we've talked about this before the start of the episode, and I've talked about it with, with other friends, but I have, I have looked into it on my own, of course, as anyone who is trying to almost not preach, but, but as someone who is trying to speak to an audience, of course I'm going to be doing my own research. And a quick Google search will tell you there's been studies that show 
that I know a quick Google search isn't really that good of research, but there are studies, scientific studies that show people who live a life of faith are less depressed statistically. They have a better quality of life. And obviously there are very, very, very many reasons behind this, but that in itself basically states that you will be of calmer mind. And these are all like more scientific ways of coming at the idea that there is a God. Of course, to say, I'm just going to believe in a God because it is better for me is not exactly... Whenever I heard that guy's argument, I understand where he's coming from, but I feel that believing in God for the benefits of there being a God, like this is an actual argument. I can't think of the name of it, but we learned about it in theology class at DeSmet. I know we did. There was a, there was a, a guy who, like the argument is, if you believe in God, Pascal's wager. It, I think that's what. If you believe about. in God and there is no God, nothing happens when you die. You just die. If right. you believe in God and there is a God, you have the chance to go to heaven. So that's a positive. If you believe in God, and uh, if you don't believe in God and there isn't a God, nothing happens. Just like how if you believe in a God and no, and there's no God. If you don't believe in God and there is a God, you're damned, which is a negative. Right. So. It's it logically, stacked against it atheists. statistically and logically makes sense to believe in God. There's but no reason to be- not believe exactly, in God. Exactly. There literally is not a mathematical reason to, to not believe in God. But that's not going to convince someone. That's not going to convince someone to, to just believe in God, drop everything, join the church. And that's not what we're trying to get into. At the ver- at least at the very start of this episode. I'm, yeah, I'm we're just jumping fed, into. I I kind of fed up with the whole church, but that's we can get into. Uh, that yeah, later. I say that that could be discussions for later. The actual church, this whole this whole episode, this is going to be a doozy. This is going to be a big one because so we were talking about this for a while even before the I episode. Definitely want to get into yeah. like the there's, there's going to be a the lot of topics. Religion later yeah, on. because the the thing the thing about religion that makes religion so interesting to me is that I have always been a Catholic. Growing up, I've been raised a Catholic. But being in high school and being in college, when you get to this point in your life, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, you know, people that I work with specifically, there comes a point in your life where you start to question your faith. It I, happens to everyone. I, I'm you know? kind of starting to think of all, like, I'm, I'm almost kind of thinking that, like, I've been brainwashed, you know, growing up, like, in in a Catholic grade school, in a Catholic high school, you know. I kind of grew up, you know, going along with everything they're trying to tell us and everything they're teaching us. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I've just kind of, I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, seen through that as, like, kind of a, kind of the bullshit behind some things to try to tell us, like, yeah, like, the, the fucking, this is, this is gonna sound fucked up, but the basket that they pass around at church, that's, <laughs> this is something we can get into. The Listen, offerings, if yeah. you, giving to the poor is good. I'm not going to fucking say it, but there's a thing called fucking toxic charity and there's a whole fucking branch yeah. we can get into, which these are, honestly, I think it'd be cool to kind of just make a fucking big ass episode where we cover a lot of these the, problems with doing, society and doing with doing things for them, like, like doing, that go on mission trips or like and they, service work yep, and they fucking travel and they're like fucking Instagram selfie and it's not about the people at all. It's right. about them fucking going to Africa it's, on a paid it's, trip. It's paid for it's by the virtu- fucking church. It's really a virtue sibling. Like there's so yes. many, there's so many like people out there in organized religion that yeah. just do it because they know 
It's it's their it's, it's a construct it's in their a mind. Good thing. It's a I'm construct a, in their fucking mind where I they know this, other I'm people will person. like them. Other people are gonna think they're a good guy and they're gonna be liked. That is fucked up. And this is where this is why I think that this structure of this podcast is gonna be not to pat myself on the back and pat Luke on the back, which actually I can't pat him on the back because it's not me. Not to pat us ourselves on the back. Let's say that. But I think this is gonna be a, a good a good one to get into because we're starting with we're starting with the solid reasons for why it literally makes fucking sense to believe in God. And now we're going to slowly branch out into the madness of it, into the madness of how people choose to believe in God, right. how people choose not to believe in God. This is going to be, if you're watching this and you do not know us, for one, fucking thank you. For two, fucking buckle yourself in, get yourself a drink, you know, get yourself a cold fucking, get yourself a cold one, you know, get some lemonade if you're a child. Maybe a nice brewski if you know you're over 21. I don't give a fuck what you're getting, but this is going to be a doozy because we have already stated at the very beginning there is a logical reason for why to believe in God. You choose to believe in God because it'll lead to a better outcome. But there's fucking a million stipulations that go into this. It's a winding fucking rabbit hole, and it's just stuff I picked up over time in high school, over time just being alive. I'm not even that old, you know. We're not that old at all, but shit you pick up, and it's like. Why, why do you, you think, why do I believe in God? Well, you can know because if you believe in God and you die, you go, you go to heaven. Okay, cool. Easy fucking reason. If you don't believe in God and you die and there is a God, you go to hell. That's easy. A fucking toddler can understand that. And that's kind of, we can bring that back around to Luke's first idea that we've been raised in a church. As a toddler, you understand the difference between good and bad, between evil and, and fucking not evil. You could fucking see that Adolf Hitler is an evil man. He's fucking terrible. You can see these things, right? And that's so easy for us to grasp. It makes sense that there would be an ultimate good force that would judge us all. But it's like people's brains develop in different ways. And some people will always stay true to faith, will always be a Christian, will always be a Catholic, but not for the right reasons. And if there's a God, you're going to hell for that. And I'm not trying to fucking damn people, but if you do good for your own selfish goal, even subconsciously, that is not a good deed. If you, right. if you go to help people just to post it on Instagram to get and, Instagram uh, Instagram clout, you're not a good person. I want to talk about toxic charity. Go back to that. That's a big one. Um, we can we can crack open that little Easter egg there. We we read a book in high school yep, on this. We did. Um, and basically, you know, when when people go on service trips down to like. You know those South American countries, African countries, um, building you know wells for you know tribes and shit. Yeah. What they're doing is that all a lot of those times, like what they build and those wells, you know, stop working like mm-hmm. within a month after they leave, and eventually, you know, it, these people come back next summer, fix the well, go back, and it builds this dependency mm-hmm. on you know rich christian missionaries coming down spending all this money buying plane tickets and shit traveling spending all this money to build a well and some of that shit's being paid for by the basket of church you got to remember that too people think they're doing a good thing that's another thing that comes in but we can delve into that a little later it's like i I think we talked about this like kind of in the first episode about you know people go to other countries to see people that they ignore at home yep it's like literally people are are saying oh 
let's go help these people in Africa. Yep. Let's go spend all this money and let's go here. These for people a week that are suffering and build a well here when literally there's people in fucking the, suffering in, the, in, in their the, own neighborhood in their own in city, the inner city. You know, suffering. Fucking twenty minutes away, you could go. You could. And you then could just spend drive time, by them on the way to work. You could day, spend you know? time at a fucking food bank and put more good into the world. Working at a food bank in the inner city in St. Louis, you could put more good into the world even by donating food to a food bank. That would most likely be putting more good into the world than going on a big fucking extravagant trip. Because all that money you're spending on a plane ticket, yeah. think about if you spent $400 on food to feed fucking, you know, like, if, if say you got a big-ass family, I mean, $400 worth of groceries, God, that's huge for them. Oh, yeah. You know, they can eat for a fucking week on, you know, shit, exactly, that's, dude. that is huge for them. $400 on a fucking plane ticket, you fly to Africa, then you build them a well, yeah, you give them running water, that's great, don't get me wrong cool but you could do so much more with your resources but what looks better as a fucking instagram picture what looks better to the other members of your church you fucking traveling to africa or you going down to the food bank every once in a while and donating a little bit of food i can see right through that that guys that you know that that yeah as i've gotten older i've been a lot better at kind of kind of seen the bullshit in some people's actions and yeah. that discrepancy that but hypocrisy. people don't really see it that much that's what's kind of scary is that it, right. even, because there's the thing where it gets into a little bit not conspiracy but there's subtle people without even realizing it will do good things for that reason subconsciously they'll like they'll be a good person but in the back of their mind they're thinking Oh, dude, if I do this, this one chick that, like, works at the food pantry might think I'm cute and, like, might want to go on a date with me. That's not really the right reason to be given to a food pantry. I'm not saying that that guy is not a good guy because he's given to a, he's given to a food pantry or he's doing this. Yeah, because I know I've been in that hole where I'll do something that is good, but I'll do it for the wrong fucking reasons. Everybody's done it, I'm sure. And that, I feel like, I feel like that's a spiritual hole because... That is something where it's like, you know, you believe in God and you're given to the church, just like the Bible says, but you're not really doing it for the right reason. And people, there's an argument right now. This can all just be completely washed away by the idea that it does not matter what you do for what reason, as long as it is a net positive. That's an argument. But I think that's false because I think that because you're using a little bit of your life energy to not think about the full positive, you could give more to something if you focused all of your energy. This is very tangibly understood in the fact that you can buy a $400 plane ticket to fly to Africa, or you can buy $400 worth of food right here to give to a food bank in East St. Louis. You can literally, exactly. like that's that's a tangible way to understand it. it your resources and mental, your mental resources, your mental efforts, if all given to a good charity, a good purpose, will end up putting far more good into the world than if you have another more evil, more tainted subconscious charity behind it. Like if it's about clout or if it's about being popular or if it's about getting a girl, if it's about getting a boy if you're gay or getting a boy if you're a woman. You know what I mean? Like you get the point I'm trying to say. It's like you, you got to... And I'm not trying to say, because I'm not a fucking perfect human being by any means. We're just trying to, this is one branch. Toxic charity is one branch of something that 
hurts faith in the entire world. We're not trying to say that charity's bad, because it's not. But this is something, this is where our human, our faulty human minds, because God gives us free will, our faulty human minds mistake uh, bad or not as good things for being perfectly good things. And that is a error in our understanding of faith. You, like, right? I feel like that's kind of part of what ruins a little bit of faith. Because I feel like people, people can think they're being strong in faith, if you will. When in reality, I, they're... Honestly, I... I don't know. Maybe I, think, I went off on a tangent think, there, but... I think organized religion, honestly, kind of weakens the faith. You because know? It, I feel like it feeds I, I wanna, into that I idea. I to transition into this idea, right? Because... You know, into organized we, religion because charity is a we, big part of organized religion. We can all agree that it is. I feel like I'm almost more re- more religious after kind of leaving the organized after falling, religion. Yep. Okay, here I've me said out. the I, exact same thing too, but I this is going to have to be explained because I know a lot of Bible thumpers are going to be fucking us up. We, on this we one. both, you know, grew up in you know in going Catholic to Catholic grade schools. Yeah. Going, I literally went to church three times a week growing up. Holy fuck! I didn't. I we, went one we, time, but shit, still Monday go to church Wednesday go to church oh, yeah, sure. I went Sunday at, at Catholic school I did go to right. all school church every Wednesday too so I did go to church and twice so you know we've been fed all this all this stuff about oh you know, uh, just shit I don't even we've just been fed all the Catholic doctrines and stuff and all the values know, yeah. yeah and it's I mean, I don't really regret growing up in that but, I don't regret growing up in it either because I think it's it, a big part I, of how I, I just, who I am it's now it's just like but, Anybody that's been to church knows how fucking boring he is. Like, objectively. <laughs> objectively, it's, it's just fucking boring. <laughs> and you can... Okay, you can get something out of Mass. Yes, you can. But I feel like Mass There's, can definitely be done far way. better. It can be... It's just all tradition at that... At, at, I yeah. mean, at this point, it's just... It's just like old men singing songs. And then literally no no other place would be okay for a bunch of people to sing <laughs> to sing songs... And and just be in this room for an hour. <laughs> and we're not trying to shit on established religion. Like we kind of are, but at the same time, I'm still Catholic. I still go to church. I don't go and as much as I used to, but I still appreciate it for what it is. But there no, are definitely under flaws. No other context would it be. There okay are flaws in the Catholic and Church. I kind of I kind of get it. You can argue that it's like oh tradition and. And you got to tra- keep tradition. Tra- tradition is important. And it is. Because it makes everything seem more significant. It, it, yeah. Than it might actually be. But. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, the, the church also has a bunch of, like, values that they try to teach you. Like, number one, like, the whole abortion thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I grew up, you know, thinking abortion was, like, like a terrible sin. I mean, and, I still think it is, and, but shit, we can get into that too at some point if you want well, to. Well, like, we even went on the whole, like, pro-life march to Washington. I'm going on like the fucking the, pro-life march in like 20 days. I am, one guy. Oh, oh really? That's a, yeah, because I'm, I'm still hella pro-life. I haven't changed my views on that, but I want to hear me, this now. Me personally, I am. I I am pro-life. I would never, you know... Are you, are you actually, though, or are you just saying that? Are you actually pro-life? Well, okay, I... Because I'm I, not going like, to hate you if I, you're not, but I'm definitely going to argue it. Like, I, like, me, I am, like, pro-life, but I think that it should not be my choice, my decision to, like, you know, to, put that on other people. You know, I can, obviously, I believe that, you know. I don't really know what you're getting at here, because that sounds like a bunch of 
I, I, I contradiction. Think, yeah, because well, that's what a lot of people say, and I always kind of laugh at that because it's like, I think it's fucked up because I, I think that for one, just fucking practice safe sex. Like, don't fucking if you're not ready to have a kid, don't be a fucking idiot. Like, I understand shit happens, but like, dude, come on. Like, you know what you're doing going into it. You don't just accidentally have sex. And I know there's the argument of rape. And that one's really hairy, and I don't really want to get into this right now, because I do have arguments for all this, but it's not really the main point of this. Like, wait, right. go get get back to what you were saying about the the I'm structure just, of religion, honest, the ideas given you. That this, like, it, this, like, religion doesn't need to put all these rules that come with it, all this extra baggage, you know, that that organized religion, like, comes with, like... You can just believe in God and not have to choose a religion and choose a set like a package of yeah. of values to or to go with that. I, I see. Okay, I can understand that and I can see that to a to an extent. What I what I think is a little wrong about that though is that there. This is another uh, side topic we can get into. I don't know if you're cool with. I don't know if you want to stay in the in the area of organized religion um, and toxic charity, or if you want to yeah, we can dive get out. Back to after you say what you're gonna say. So, I think that personally, when it comes to religion, and I think that it's there. Now, this is something that is that this is where we dive into the actual more moral, spiritual parts of this. We're getting away from objective rights and wrongs, objective truths of. It makes sense to believe in God. We're, we're going to dive away from that completely. And we're going to dive away from the the structure of religion itself. And we're going to go into more how people think about religion and how religion, like, how people perceive religion in their lives and how they act upon their religion. I think that it's not, it's fucked up to just pick and choose what you believe. Because I think that, I believe there are true moral rights and wrongs. And I know this can obviously be debated. But like obviously there's a pretty pretty simple one. Like thou shalt not kill. I think that it is wrong to an extent. Now this is why it's all gray area. To an extent I think it's wrong to end a human life. We're at the same on the same ticket. Hitler ended six million fucking <laughs> Jewish lives. Ending Hitler's right. life before he started the Holocaust would save six million people, but you still have to end a life. That's where you get into a little bit of debate. I believe personally, killing Hitler before he killed the Jews, if there was no turning Hitler away from his beliefs, if he was truly a completely awful, evil person, and he would never change his mind about starting the Holocaust, I believe morally it would not be wrong to just kill him on the spot. I'm sure everyone would agree. But if you, if I think that before getting to that point, you should always, there should always be a conversation to steer because if Hitler could have been turned into a human who would not cause all that death and destruction, if he could have been stopped before he even got to the point where he wanted to do that, he would also stop ending all those lives without having to kill Hitler. That's where it gets into a little bit of debacle. So I think that I, this is why I feel like the, 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 this is where I want to get into this. I feel like the main ideas that need to be looked at with spirituality are the ideas that are present in every religion because that is those are ideas that everyone has picked up on through the ages like you know the fucking shit where the church had this like law where you could like fucking pay to get into heaven that's the obviously church, the, a bunch of horse the shit the church has a has you know? a real like 
shitty track track record, record with the, like yeah you know the, the whole crusades deal yeah like we're literally just murdering a bunch of a bunch of arabs you know trying to reclaim our holy land you know it's um, it's using what you're talking the about. church as a vessel for selfish gain and that and those the laws has, the church has certainly gotten a lot better than that but oh, i'm absolutely. saying that you know back then you know people didn't know any better they they you know, believe they, what they, they were fucking still, believe. They, were they still believe. Christians. Yeah. They still believe in God. And they, they believe they were fighting for God himself. But it's just yeah. easy. It's just so easy to see, you know, looking back how easy yep. people can be brainwashed and that, yeah. to thinking that certain things are, are, are morally, morally justifiable. But, yes. you know, we look back, you know, hundreds of years and say, what the fuck is that? Hitler That's... probably thought he was morally justified in killing a bunch of Jews. He probably had some fucking psychological fucked up I'm thing sure, in his mind where he thought it was okay i'm sure those people i forget what what it's called but yeah when you pay money to that, solve your sins that was a big deal because and this is why people i'm sure people did that thinking it's nothing's wrong with that you yeah know? it makes sense they made sense what the of culture them. was at the time but this is the thing not every religion had that rule and we as a church resolved that that is fucking bullshit pretty quickly we resolved i mean not super so, quickly so but but I'm, what i'm trying to say is that we need to look at the rules that are a staple throughout all of humanity, all of religion. And we need to, and this is why I think I, I'm, I'm still a Catholic, but I'm it's like, to, what I'm trying to get at is like those, if that can happen, you know, in the past, what it are we can doing, happen now? What are we yes. doing right now? Yep. That and that's what I'm we're going to look back and say that. That's and that's stupid. why I'm like, looking at is one it, is maybe is abort could abortion, that whole thing be one of those things. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I could believe that it's things, not, like, but could the whole like, the, the other thing is like transubstantiation, you know, believing that the bread and wine yeah. is literally Jesus' body and blood. I, I, that's, that's, I'm, I'm supposed sorry, that's, to believe that as a Catholic. I, I, yeah. The blood and, okay. I, I, that's bullshit to me. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry, God. When I eat that fucking Eucharist, I know that that's not a piece of human flesh going to me. And I know if I, if you want to damn me to hell for saying that, like, by this, all means, is put, this some joke, reserve like, my spot in hell. But... I understand that, that, how that gets so overlooked. There like, could possibly be. There is times where, I mean, allegedly, I don't have proof of this. I've never been to a mass where it literally turned into body and blood. But people have said in the past in churches where there was a saint, supposedly a saint, that did the Eucharist, it actually has turned into body and blood. They've said. Now, I, I, that's now here's a the thing. Tale. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I know. I, I know it's hard to believe. That. But if I was actually at that mass and I tasted it and I tasted it. Maybe, maybe. I'm just saying maybe, because all all this spirituality shit's all a gray area. It's all a gray area. But the reason I want to get into this is because exactly what you're saying. We we get tunnel vision. That's the word I want to I want to focus on. When you focus on one faith to define your spirituality, you will acquire tunnel vision, and that's what happens to a lot of children and a lot of children who are so rigid in their faith. Never I, question it, and they I, they have tunnel vision I for want, their whole life. I want to use this opportunity to bring up my roommate. My roommate is Does he a have tunnel vision? Die hard Christian. So he probably and now I'm not saying there's anything he, wrong with that because if you're being he, if you spiritually are being a good person spiritually, I feel like it's okay. But I feel like you can learn something spiritually by taking a look at at Muslims, taking a look at Jews, taking a look at fucking. Like like old Hebrew texts that aren't even fucking Christian. Like looking at the books of the Bible that aren't actually books in the Bible. Look, you can get like looking at Buddhism, looking at the, whatever the Egyptians fucking believed in. They're fucking cat people. I believe yeah. there is. I believe that everybody knows tunnel vision is a real psychological thing. 
And I, I want to get into those, yeah, like different religions, all the connections later on. Absolutely. But I want to talk with my roommate. Yeah. He's super diehard Christian. Yeah. Also diehard Republican. I'm I think sure. Those, you know, they go, go pretty hand, hand in hand, hand. because it's kind of funny. Yeah, you can find yourself on the spectrum, and um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I'll just say yeah. Leave he, it. There. So we're talking. Yeah. About um, evolution, and this dude literally. He uh, doesn't believe in evolution. That's see, that's the thing. Because he because he takes the Bible so literally. That's this is okay. Wait, real quick though, real quick. We are definitely going to do a branch on how the Bible should be interpreted, and I'm just going to leave it at that. It'll come up later in the episode because that is a huge thing that I advocate for. But anyway, yes, he believes that. I believe that's the wrong way to look at the Bible. He, he, you know, (laughs) I have four roommates. The three of us. We were trying to convince him. He literally believes, you know, in the creation story that, you know... Adam and Eve and fucking Cain and Abel and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Adam was made from dirt, and then Eve was made from Adam's And God was literally fucking there, like, on Earth with them, walking around in that garden? No fucking way. There was no way. I can't can't imagine how he actually believes that, literally... And he, now it can he, be interpreted to mean something as if God was literally with us until those, we sinned. That can be interpreted. A lot that, of the Old Testament is not it historically is accurate. It is stories. It's, it's fucking to stories. teach us lessons to follow the faith better. Any and faith. It's interesting. It's kind of funny. He was con- he was trying to prove that <laughs> these Old Testament events <laughs> actually me. happened. He wow. He, he tried to. Cite evidence that someone found Noah's Ark. No way. In, uh, and, I don't okay. know where. He tried to... This... Okay. And then... Okay. <laughs> Look, okay, I don't mean to laugh I, at this guy, because he clearly has a super tunnel vision, and he's very much been natured into this ideology. His but, parents are dire like that, too. I'm sure. So it's... it's we're, we're trying to, like, convert him, you know, to... To, to be a little more reason. open-minded. And I'm All not right. saying he shouldn't be a Christian. I'm not saying people shouldn't be Christians. But they need to be more open-minded. And they're, Because again, that's the problem. With, there's what? a threshold where you get too open-minded and then you're a liberal fucking whack job who thinks it's cool right. to chop off your fucking penis and become a woman. That's too far. <laughs> that's crossing a moral boundary, in my opinion. In my opinion, I'm going to state my opinions on this. If you don't like it, you can walk the fuck out. Okay? Because I know there's plenty of people that'll agree with me on this I shit. Agree. And I think that there's... It's all gray area, though. Because here's the thing with the Bible, and like I'm talking about interpreting, Noah's Ark... Now, I'm not a theologian, but my understanding of Noah's Ark, humanity got to the point where it was so fucked up. It's a warning from God. Because all the Bible is is stories that are inspired by God. Inspired by a spiritual... traveling, you know, goat herders. And those people have spiritual experiences... Where they then interpret them into it's basically like maybe, dreams. Maybe there they basically was something. They pretty you know? much have dreams where maybe. they where they un- get a better understanding of how the world might work, and For then the they write it down. Of the doubt, maybe you know God did approach someone, and, and then maybe that God did reveal all this, and maybe you know Moses did exist. But I'm so, oh, Moses, I believe I believe in prophets and whatnot. But Moses but, didn't part the Red Sea. It, yeah, but I don't it's a, it's that a it's happen. a hypothetical thing though, because it's like he's literally creating a bridge for these people out of slavery. That's like a it's like a fucking right. symbolic bridge Sim- exactly. away it's from slavery. Symbolism. It's that's the thing about the Bible. Noah's Ark is a warning sign that if we ever stray too far from God, we will all face damnation. 
Now, I'm not saying that he's going to fucking flood the whole world. But what might happen at some point in time, we will get to a point where all of humanity doesn't believe in God or, anymore. Or, if all of humanity doesn't believe in God and there really is a God, he's going to say something about it. And he's going to not be happy. Or like, if, how, You know what I mean? You, yeah. that's, that's the warning sign. It's a warning sign. The whole Revelations, the book of Revelations is a giant fucking warning. Red flashing. Hey, fucking people that I've created. Look, you got free will, but just remember I'm here. Remember I'm here or you're not, it's not going to be pretty. Because I'm a, you're in my image. So you have emotions. God's got to have all the emotions because we're created as an image. Imagine if you were up there and you were doing all this, all everything in your power to give us life and give us give us an essence, give us a soul, create us. And we completely turn someone and, and, you, and the, the people you're creating completely turn their backs on you. You're going to be pissed. You're going to be fucking pissed. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that that's a big thing in the Old Testament, that God is like a vengeful God or whatever, a wrathful God. Yeah. I think that he's warning us. Yes, he is all of goodness, but, but just like us as humans, there's a little bit of evil. And he, it, I'm not trying to say God is evil because he's not, but I'm just saying that God is, there's only so much he can take. And if we push him too far, he might want to start over. We never really think about that, do we? The fact that he could fucking just flip a switch. You know, if we believe there's a God, we believe he's all powerful. He could flip, he could flick, flip a fucking switch. God can flip a switch and he can end us all. And that is what the Bible and Revelation is trying to say. That's how it should be interpreted. It should not be actually fucking interpreted as Noah's fucking ark and him having sure. a goddamn boat. And then I'm going to let Luke I, take the show. I, won't, I want to talk about um, kind of that. I, I, I have, you know, kind of recently been thinking about, you know, is wondering if the Bible is all just a collection of stories by a bunch of you know, shepherds or fishermen, and there's a good, you know, chance that, you know, all these stories could just be made up. By yeah. It. They could just be and a, they're all a bunch just show of people a trying to hoax us, you know. Some, well, okay. Some people, I mean, it, it's probably <coughs> not likely because, you know. The there, hoax part. There, there like, is, like, is historical likely. evidence of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not as much as you think there is, but there's still there some there. There certainly is. I learned about him in my history um, books. It's interesting, though, because there's not any historical evidence about, you know, um, the Israelites being captive in Egypt. Being is there slaves. actually not? Because I've, I've never looked into there's that. There's actually, like, no evidence Like, there's sources to back. There's literally, like, and the like, Egyptians were meticulous in these documents they kept. Like, yeah, we, we that's covered one a thing lot. we can know for damn sure. And you think of these Israelites were here slaves well, okay. for, like, seven years but or something. But what if, real quick, though, you know how America's trying to kind of push away its past of slavery? What are the odds that Egypt wouldn't do the same thing after they realized I it was wrong? I don't think that at all they do you don't think it's possible egypt they some it pretty away. fucked up shit and it's in their think, history you I don't, don't think, think they'd be able to hide it i don't think egypt's getting all liberal two, two, okay two yeah. millennia ago. that's true that's that's fair that's fair i yeah. get what you're saying and, and the whole um oh going to the desert for 40 years uh it, it literally isn't even that far the distance i traveled it would not take it you 40 oh, years Oh, yeah, how walk they walk through the desert. Through, Unless I, I they're, mean, like, you can, crisscrossing, zigzagging all over the And it could have been place. exaggerated as well for the point of a story. Right. Maybe it happened, but it's definitely exaggerated. It's not. And that's, I feel like the vast majority of the Bible, except for maybe, I'd say even except like, for the even, Gospels. Because the Gospels, well, yeah, they can I be. I don't know. 
They could be it, exaggerated. It, could be, it and, could be a bunch of fishermen writing these stories, maybe. Yeah. But the, the the New Testament is a lot more, I guess, historical act, historically accurate. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I, I'm saying, too. I don't know about Because Jesus really was crucified. He was. Right. He was. It's, it's a, you can, it's a you can look, record. You can look into that. He was I, crucified I, by the Romans. I Pontius Pilate fucking died. I still don't, you know, know how Jesus can be the son of God. You know, I... Even and as someone raised in the Catholic faith, that is very damning it's to seen, say that. It sounds like I'm, um, like, speaking the... Heresy. Heresy, right. But, but it's, it's less heresy and more of questioning It's just like beliefs. the... It's just... It's getting rid of that tunnel vision we've been right, forced into. Right, I'm not, I'm not at this point. I'm at this point in my life where I'm not going to believe because someone tells me what to believe. I'm going to believe because I choose to myself. And it's just like what we talked about at the top at the top of this episode. You know, I why do I believe it? Because I choose to believe. Because it it gives me the most sense of you know significance in this life. And I don't think you need to believe in a supernatural being and also like i don't think you need to believe in jesus to believe in that You're supernatural so I, a whole another rabbit hole i'm too still as well. i'm still kind of kind of i haven't really i'm still kind of wrestling with with jesus what to think of and i, I think it's possible that, that, that and i and now i'm saying this as a catholic too so this is interesting if you are a viewer watching this who is not someone that i know and you're not someone that already kind of agrees with what I'm talking about and you are just like a Catholic like I am, this is going to be hard to swallow. But getting rid of that tunnel vision, and I'm not, you can look at me and call me a crazy liberal. I want you to know I'm the farthest thing from a liberal. I'm pretty fucking conservative. I've gotten myself into a lot of trouble for it. But I'm just trying to logically, I'm trying to mix spirituality and logic to try and have a better understanding of my world and my life. I think that's what Jordan Peterson does really well. And uh, I've been starting to listen to him as I get older. Yeah. And I think if you're like us, he would be a a good person to listen to. And and now, don't listen to him, but don't fucking just blindly listen to him because that's the exact same goddamn thing we're trying to fucking uh, just just not do. Because that's what the church does to you. They blind you. and, And it's not necessarily the worst thing. It's just that Kids, maybe I'm sure they probably have good intentions. Pe- they do. I don't think the church is evil, but it's clouded by but humans. Some people, it's clouded by humans are not perfect, and it's clouded by human imperfection. Exactly. I think that you got to look at the ideas from all religions, and I think it's very possible, very probable, Jesus was just another prophet. Again, that goes against Catholic belief. It goes against it because I do. I want to believe that Jesus was actually the Son of God. I do. I do profess that he's the son of God when I go to church. Isn't it interesting but how it everybody would make, believes the same things? It would things. make more logical sense for him to be a prophet, to preach God's word, for him to be an almost perfect prophet at that. He could be the closest thing to a literal son of God, but it doesn't mean he was actually fucking conceived half God. It doesn't mean he was half God. He and could have been the that, most enlightened prophet to ever live. Simply because the Bible says he did his miracles doesn't literally mean he actually did them like i've heard uh you know the five loaves story how he turned five loaves of bread into a into fucking fish into million a, hell yeah everybody knows that, that story you know what if uh all these people that were gathering around saw that this little boy was, gave was jesus do- his bread and fish and they're inspired by his it's, you know generosity and they're they, fucking they, and they it, gave all their food it up cre- too it's a community and then the people who are more fortunate give 
for the greater good of the community and Jesus inspires that with his power of spirituality. And then it's exaggerated into a story of him creating a miracle to show literally, think about this, in this, in a sense, it is a miracle that a bunch of selfish, I'm putting air quotations, you can't see because we don't have video on this, selfish people to give up part of their hard-earned food for the needy, that's a goddamn miracle. And Jesus inspired that miracle in people's hearts. And that's a way to look at it without being blasphemous, but also being fucking logical. I am so glad you told me that because Luke Jansen, I've never fucking thought of that that way. And that's beautiful. And I feel like I have, I almost feel a sense of calmness. And I feel like that's kind of, I feel like that's part of what spirituality is. Every time you come under a new realization, and I could be totally crazy, but I feel good. That thought in my mind just made me feel very good. It's that group fucking effort, dude. I never thought of it like that. The multiplying of the loaves isn't him literally multiplying loaves. It's him convincing the greedy and the more fortunate to give to people who are literally starving on the streets. That's fucking beautiful. If that's not goddamn poetry, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fucking beautiful, dude. And that's how every story in the Bible, I feel like, needs to be taken. If Here's the thing. This is what you're getting to, and I feel like this can kind of put a little bow. I mean, it can obviously be delved into more. What if we did what we just did right now for every story in the Bible? Just, that would give us such a better understanding of what yeah. Jesus and what the prophets actually saying, wanted us to know, understand. Take everything with a grain of salt, even if it's in the Bible. You know, just because... Try and understand better the, the actual Cap logical the reasoning Church behind it and how that tells you to believe this, you know, as fact. Um... When it, may, it, it was I, probably never meant to be believed as fact. It was meant to inspire. Right. It was meant to inspire people to do good. And that's the ultimate goal of religion is as a whole. I think a lot of Christians probably... Probably I, see this. Probably I'm see... I'm sure they... Because I've talked to... My, my family right. believes so that the Bible is inspired and it's not actually we're fucking... We're not really too radical in believing. We aren't but, radical, but it's just something that some people... And I feel like it's something that if we can believe this about Christianity... Why not look at all of the religions like this? In, Buddh in Buddhism, right. do you really fucking believe always... that there's like a fucking six-headed fucking woman? <laughs> but what is yeah, the story right. behind that six-headed woman? I don't it know. Can, because really, I wasn't, ra I wasn't raised a Buddhist. So I don't know the actual moral story they're trying to tell. It gets real you know? wacky in those, in those Eastern religions. But like, there are probably actual shit. stories behind them that we could understand and bring us to a better spiritual understanding if we just thought about it if we just really so if we, and this we, is what theologians fucking do man this is what I i'm not trying to say we're theologians but i feel like it's possible we could be some sort of modern theologian and it's not that hard you just gotta get out of the tunnel vision up until think about it as a whole up until i watched this this video series i was talking about yeah um you know now i feel like i'm in a good spot where i can believe in god because i choose to and yeah. because not because logic logically you know yeah. makes sense but because it makes me feel good you know yeah. so before that i was kind of you know i had some doubts because um what am i trying to say you had doubts because it's not logical yeah. i feel like the 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 idea 
The ideas posed to us in an organized religion, a lot of them are not logical, but the spirituality behind it makes sense to our bodies, to our souls. So we understand the spirituality, but we question the logic, right? Does that kind of make that? I feel like that could make sense because I definitely question the logic of the church, but I don't question my spirituality in the church. Well, I, I, to an extent, to an extent, of course. I think I remember. I remember what I was trying to say. Okay, so, yeah. There's, you know, there's all these religions in the world. Yeah. And maybe we talked about this on another episode, but you know, me being Christian, yeah, is a. I'm only Christian because I was born in the United States. If I was yeah. born in India, I would probably be a Hindu. If yeah. I was born in, um, you know, Japan, I probably wouldn't be religious because people there aren't religious. Or you would be, if you were in a certain niche community, you would be whatever. Because there, obviously, there's you, Jews in America. Just if you were born into of their, you know, their environment. And if we believe everyone has a soul, that means that the God of all knows that there are different religions. But it's like he doesn't I always, care. I always struggled with. It's not like he. With, it's not like he births a Jew without a soul, or he births a fucking Hindu without a soul. He just hopes that they come to a spiritual understanding. Let me let me get my point. Across. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. There's, sorry. I always struggled knowing that there's all these different religions. Yeah. And that how can I be sure that the religion I believe in is the true religion? It's the right religion. It's correct. And that's actually one of the arguments of that that the atheist brought up in that in yeah. that video series. And I, I was thinking that too for a long time, but yeah. now that I've started to kind of <clears throat> separate myself from like the tunnel vision of Christianity and kind of, that's exactly what I'm doing right now in my life. That's what I've been doing because too. now I can kind of look at it from this, this like I can take a step back and see that, hey, you know, <laughs> all these religions Excuse are kind of saying the same thing. You know, they don't all. There doesn't have to be one right religion. Yeah. They can all be kind of right in their own way. Yep. You know, what if, you know, the Christian concept of heaven is the same thing as the Buddhist concept of enlightenment yep. or the Hindu concept of reincarnation? Yeah, what's it called? You know, Fucking they, Shangri-La you know, or whatever. All these religions him. are, could have, you know, experienced some supernatural, like, you know, encounter by the same from the same supernatural being, and they interpreted it differently God. because of their fucking geographical location, because of their already established shit. They interpret this voice differently. It just takes a this this That's God, this supernatural being, just takes a different form based off of your location, yeah, and your we beliefs already. Talk about, and there's even things like. <laughs> karma like we were talking about earlier. this isn't a new idea either coexist has been a thing forever people have all you know the idea that all religions coexist as yeah. one and it's all one big religion yeah yeah that's a thing there's bumper stickers all over for fucking oh. coexist but I it's still good that. that we're talking about this because there are people that don't know about it like you and i don't even really understand the full thing of coexist i always assumed that it was all religions come together as one but you know you ever, you ever seen the sticker it's like the one, the C is like, there's like a star of David in it, and it's got like a Jesus cross for the T, and it's got like fucking, it's got religious symbols from like every belief. Well, basically. is that, it's just, I think that's just saying that, you know, we should all get along, you know? I don't yeah, know but I believe that literally it's possible that we're all right in a little way. That's like what I was saying at the start of this, you know, fucking 20 minutes ago. I believe that we need to, we need to see the, the basic, the most basic similarities 
And right. I feel like that is the spiritual truth. That is spiritual. That can be understood as spiritual truth. You, I, I always, you know, growing up at our high school, we were yeah. taught that it's a bad thing to be spiritual but not religious. And basically yeah. that means that you're you're kind of separated from organized religion. Yeah. You separate yourself from the tradition. Yeah. And you just say, hey, I'm going to, like, think about finding a, a god my own personal god yeah and the churches for whatever reason they're kind of against you doing that it's because the, and the, because it's it, against it kind of their makes, fucking establishment if you go against organized religion they can't survive anymore they can't get your offerings they, they can't they I'm not, morally that's not, you know they, they they want to be around people that reinforce their beliefs because you know some people just don't want to change and morally and they see it as the right thing to do because they morally see it as saving people to and they're not religion. evil and i'm but, not no they're um, absolutely not evil but, but i feel I like the tunnel that tunnel vision clouds how they were trying to like kind of guilt trip you into because i'm into like that. staying with organized I, religion. I feel like i don't feel good saying that i think that jesus is a prophet because that's a jewish belief and i'm not a jew but i feel like it's it makes sense for him to be a prophet it makes more sense for him to be a very powerful prophet. It does. Then it makes sense for him to actually literally be the... Because the fact that he would only send down a son one time... And the fucking... Let's talk about how the Greeks and Romans believed that every fucking... Every other person was half God. <laughs> you know? It's like, I just... It's a little bit hard to believe. and it, And that's okay. Because spiritually, I believe there's no wrongful implication that right. doesn't damn you we think the romans were crazy for thinking that there's but you know half demigods half fucking demigods. everywhere and but we just accept jesus like as like being literally that's the idea of jesus in our fucking religion you know it's because i don't know if you call it brainwashing or what no yes yeah. that's, that's like what because we've grown up like surrounded by that it's like we think it's normal but since i've gotten older and I kind of haven't been going to church as much. I've kind of, like, kind of, kind of had a refresh in my brain. But yeah, like and this is all so. You can weird. think about the parts of it that logically don't make sense, but you can also still understand the grander spiritual idea that it makes sense to be spiritual, because spirituality leads to a better quality of life, and it seems that there has to be a God, but who's right? I think none nothing, of us. Nothing, I think none of us are right. I think it seems logical about religion. There is. That is the thing. We try and make religion something logical when literally the entire concept of religion does not make logical sense. That's the entire basis of the idea. Yeah, that's the whole basis of atheism, I think. And that, that's the thing. But that's but why atheists are... That's why atheism's not re- right. We can't know if Jesus was the son of God, so... Maybe he was. That's so, the thing. Shoot, Just like so, how it's probable that he wasn't, it's also possible because anything's possible. It's very possible we don't he know was. What's possible? In but this I don't world. think you're going to be damned for questioning that belief. If anything, I feel like exactly. Jesus. I the feel like Jesus will tell you that. I feel like Jesus would encourage that fire, question. Fire and brimstone. Yeah. That's a literal quote from the Bible. My roommate. Told I feel me. like Jesus would fucking encourage this questioning because it would lead us to a better spiritual alignment. What the fuck do monks do? Monks, monks, and fucking. Mountains, I feel like, are the most spiritual fucking any of us. And what the right. fuck do they believe? They believe all different types of religions. Right. You know? Those are the big theologians. The ones who actually question reality. Question where spirituality comes into reality. 
and how we live that out in our lives. Those are the big motherfuckers. Those are the ones that I feel like are close to getting it down. It's not... Isn't it interesting, too, how how most Jesus, Christians don't even know what other religions believe? Yeah, Jesus... This is, this is not exactly what you're saying, but I just want to spit this out real quick. Jesus literally helped the fucking scum of the earth. He was there with the fucking prostitutes. We damn prostitutes in the church. We damn them. If you're a prostitute, you're damned. Yeah, we say in the church, oh, you can help save a prostitute. But you know all them fucking old women at church. Look at a prostitute with disgust. Look at a gay with disgust. We damn these people. We damn people that need help. Jesus was there and he fucking helped the people that needed help. That's why he was so powerful. It's not about damning people who are less than us. It's not about holding this moral high ground. It's about literally everybody trying to come together. It's about helping the people that are literally in the worst spot spiritually. Because if you're put, if you are selling your body like that, you are spiritually fucked. Like that goes against and a lot of moral truths in the many, world. Too many religious people try to go at it from that moral moral high ground. And they think, oh, we can help these people, but they're fucked up though. So, you know, I mean, God help them. Nah, that's <laughs> fucked up. You know what I say? And now, am I going to be one to do this? Probably not. But if I was really a good person, I'd fucking go to them prostitutes and I'd try and help their ass. Because that's the real, that's how you really be a servant of God. You literally go and help these people that are fucking in as a whole. Spiritually, they are fucked. Like, you, if you're selling your body, you are spiritually fucked. Because our body is a gift from God. That's simple, you know. It's like, and you, and you can go into what you're saying. I just wanted to say that. I feel like it's fucked up that we have a moral high ground in the church. I feel like that's one of the biggest things that halts the church. You know, and they want to say that I'm going to be damned because I think Jesus was just a prophet. But they're going to be perfectly fine for looking down on a prostitute instead of trying to help him. You know? It's just... It's fucked up. I don't know what more needs to be said. About what? Do you think organized religion? Or you got any more on organized religion? Or should we branch off? Um, I'm... I think I think we kind of touched every point that needs to be touched. Unorganized religion, um, you'd say. Yeah. Because we touched toxic charity. We touched the idea there's a moral high ground. That was right at the end. But that's I feel like most people know know the moral high ground. We talked about how the Bible is not should not be interpreted literally. Uh, we talked about, because I believe the Bible really should not be interpreted literally. I think that there's a lot of people that believe that, but I just think that that goes without saying. 